Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. 46% of Americans expect to leave behind financial obligations when they pass away. So it's crucial to make sure your family is financially protected. Policy Genius helps you find the right life insurance coverage by comparing options from America's top insurers with help from licensed, award-winning agents. Secure your financial future with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get free life insurance quotes in just a few clicks. That's policygenius.com. The Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network is brought to you by Onyx Hunt. Bringing you the best GPS mapping software directly to your smartphone or desktop, Onyx offers you the ability to see property boundaries, mark waypoints, track your location, and so much more. Visit onyxmaps.com or you can download it directly from your app store today. Save 20% off of your purchase by using the code NATION20 at checkout. That's capital N NATION followed by the number 20. My name is Clay Newcomb, and I'm the host of the Bear Hunting Magazine podcast. I'll also be your host into the world of hunting the icon of North American wilderness, the bear. We'll talk about tactics, gear, conservation, but we'll also bring you into some of the wildest country on the planet chasing bear. This is part two in our podcast with Roy Clark and the Laurel Mountain Bear Hunters in East Tennessee. Part one, we established Roy as a plot breeder, a bear hunter, and a lifelong Appalachian mountain bear houndsman. The second part of the podcast, it's about an hour long, and the conversation continues. W Hunting Supply sells everything that a houndsman or any type of dog hunter would need from Garmin products, leashes and collars, custom t-shirts, all kind of stuff. Great customer service, great people, houndsmen, knowledgeable about their products, great customer service. Check out our buddies at W Hunting Supply. Also this week, we're going to do some more Northwoods Bear Products giveaways. So leave us a review on iTunes. Get a screen capture of that review and communicate with us. Send that screen capture 
to our social media, private message, Instagram, Facebook, or info at bear-hunting.com for a chance to win some Northwood Woods Bear products. We've sent about six or seven bottles of Northwoods out to you guys that left reviews. Thanks so much and enjoy the second part of our podcast with Roy Clark. Why don't we uh, why don't we talk about some of your favorite dogs and I also want to talk to you some well, I, about I, your I, breeding. I started telling you about some of the best dogs. The trail dogs. Yeah. And that was Daddy, Grambler, and John, and and then on up to, and actually, I guess my best trail dog. Well, he done pretty good a trailing too, but uh, uh, I had that trail bitch that he stayed with. I guess she smelled better than he did, the trail bitch, one I call a trail bitch. And, and uh, but actually, I'd go to, up to Leroy, and I guess just tell you the truth, that over the years and the dogs and stuff that I've seen and, and everything, I'd still have to back up and say he was as good as a cow. And 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 uh, even though I've had some, I felt like as good as it come since him. And maybe some man before him was as good as a cow. But now he is a good one, buddy. Smokey. No, Leroy. Leroy, I'm sorry. And he would lay on that truck so tardy he couldn't move. And I'll guarantee you, if you passed where he struck a bar yesterday, and I'll guarantee you, no matter how sound asleep he was, he'd bark at least one time <laughs> and maybe twice when you passed that place. Mm. The day before that you found him. I've turned him on many and many a two-day-old tracks, and he's trailed them up. Some he's jumped. And some he's trailed up to where other hunters had turned loose on them. And they couldn't believe that. And they seen it. But in Brushy Mountain Overs, part of them had seen it. But now that sucker was a was a trail dog, buddy. Mm. Mm. And that started when he was a year old. Leroy, when was he when was he alive? Let's see. Early nineties. Is that when it was? Early nineties. That's what it was. Early nineties. Born in the late 80s, maybe. Then I had another dog that I call Hapster, which was a... More than likely, if you said, I want one dog to try to bear hunting to kill a bear, he would have been the one I'd have owned out of all the dogs I've owned that you could kill a bear with by himself. And, 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 uh, he would not have been or would have he been? He would have been. He would have been. And Hapster. He, he could smell Clark's Laurel Mountain Hapster. He he could smell. Actually, it was Troutman's Bandit, I believe, on paper. Okay, I Troutman's believe it's Troutman's Bandit on paper. But he he could smell a two-day-old coat bear track. I didn't use him to trail with, but he could trail and smell. But I used him to catch bears, and that sucker was a bear machine, buddy. Bear machine. What what does that mean to you? Well, that means that uh, at one night, we was up McGuff, and we run this bar, and it got dark, and everything had quit it but him. And and he walked that sucker around it up in Laurel Creek and right up Laurel Creek. And you could tell he was, like, 
right on top of it, barking at it, and just yeah, 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 and not nearly getting a hold of it. And actually, my brother, Vernon Hudson, and Danny Fish, they got down there on the road, and it's a big wide road, and it was dark, but they made a V like that right there. Here come half up through there with that bar. He walked that bar out in the middle of that road, and all three of them shot it and killed it dead as a mackerel, right in the middle of the road. Mm. That's a bar dog to me that you could kill. They're hard to kill with a pack of dogs. And that sucker meant business, buddy. Mm. But he got killed when he's seven year old. But now he was a good. Mm. But now when you killed a bar and you choked him off of it, ever how you got him off of it, you couldn't just get him off of it. He wouldn't turn it loose. Mm. But when you got him off of it, you better get him over to yonder out of the way. Don't let no dog, don't let nobody, don't let nothing get in front of him because he's about whatever got in front of him. Mm. But now when you took him away and took the bar away and let his nerves calm down, he just gentle as our dog you want to see. Mm. But now, buddy, he's tough around a bar. He's pretty tough. You think you... that's one of the all-time, one of the best dogs that you ever hunted? He is a one-man's army if I ever owned one. Was that right? I'll say that much. He was a one-man's army, and mm-hmm. I've heard, uh, you know, that guy up yonder, Said he had a dog. It was a one man's army years ago in North Carolina. But if I ever owned one, he was it. Mm. Mm. Did you breed into that dog? I mean, I guess you Not did. Enough. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah. Yeah. That was a- that was getting in the time when I was just getting into the breeding and stuff. Yeah. What other What other great dogs did you have? Well, then it come up from that, and him, and 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 uh, and actually the trail bitch. She's a good trail bitch. She had a few faults to her, and then you take uh, Frisky. She was a good trail bitch, and then you take Annie. She was a good trail bitch. So, you know, and then you come on up past that and get into some more, which I thought was good trail dogs. So you yeah, take at one uh, time we had. Well, yeah, Pete, you take Pete, Pete, and, and, Pete and little bit and little bit, and them dogs could trail a bear, coal bears, and uh, and Pete was pretty good about smelling, but where he had it on them other dogs was he'd go out here and keep a working out there and a working out there, going forward, and a lot of times he'd come up with a bear where these others would be stuck back here. And the feed ground and stuff, and he'd just keep it getting on out there till he'd finally get it. I see. And stuff, and and uh, uh, and I'm saying, Matthew, how old did he live? Was he fourteen year old? Seventeen, sixteen, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Trailed I, all the way up to the end. Really? When we, how old was it? How old was he when we killed that? You killed you killed the bear too. When me and Josh went over there, the last bear you ever got killed. And I tell to you him. about that. We, yeah. Me and Josh went. And Tony went with us. And Dennis, Tony's cousin, went with us. And Kenneth Seth come up there. And that's what there was of us. Well, it was that's, like... That's a skeleton crew. This was like okay. a... So three three guys, that we that's say? That's about it. Yeah. It was so, one one guy so and actually, five old guys. Actually, <laughs> okay, crew, okay. this was like a... Probably last day of the, the season. This is like the last day of December or January the 1st. Either the next to the last day or the last day one time. Might have been the last day. Well, 
we didn't, we wasn't finding nothing, but Joshua's going to lead up his fork, and he took, uh, he was taking Hooker. Chrissy. Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Up, up his fork. Well, at cousin of Tony's, he said, if I had a dog, I'd lead it around that road, around there where them boys had to bait at earlier in the year. And I said, I ain't got nothing else to lead around through there because we left part of them here. We didn't take all of them. We took 10 dogs, didn't we? And uh, I said, I've got Pete in here. I said, he's old, 16-year-old. Mm. And I said, he's old. But I said, if you want to walk him around through there, just turn him loose and walk him around through there. See what he does. So he walked him around through there. And a while he called back. And he said, he smells something out here. I said, what you doing, Dennis? He said, he's a smelling and a wiggling his tail. And I said, do you see anything there? He said, I ain't seen nothing yet. And then directly he called back and he said, he's barked a time or two. I said, he's just smelling something, man. Hmm. So he looked and he said, I see where something slid down through here a little bit, down his bank a little bit. So he just kept a pecking and a pecking and a going on and a going on. And finally got over on a big old lead, and he was old and slow. He couldn't go much faster, but he jumped that fire. Mm. Well, he'd come through uh, Jones's branch and come up on that Sam lead, and it started going right towards East Fork. Well, Josh held up, and we went up there. And we got beside him, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And we just stayed beside him. Could hear him barking every breath coming down that ridge. All pies just coming down that ridge. Barking, barking, barking down that lead. So we decided it wasn't going to come off to the road. It was going to cross East Fork. So Josh got five dogs, and up East Fork he went. Four or five. I don't know how many he got. He got, a, he got, he got several. Took off up to there. He wasn't gone. Five minutes, was it? Maybe. Till he called back. He said, burn the trail, burn the trail. <laughs> and he turned them dogs loose. That mm. bear ran out right in front of him. Mm. And he turned them dogs loose. When he turned them loose, I turned the rest of them loose. Right towards him up there. I said, the rest of them are coming towards you. Got them into the thing, if you to the race if you can. Well, they didn't even make it to him. When they got up there where they heard them dogs, they cut their own self and went. Mm. And I'll swear if I didn't catch that bear from here to Tony's mm. and caught it. Mm. And and the next thing I know, Josh called back. He said, uh, he said they've got caught over here treating one to the other. Well, I said, go over there and see what they're doing then. Well, it wasn't long to call back, and he said, it's up a tree. Mm. I said, you just get under that tree, hold guard on it, I'm a-coming. Hold guard on it till I get there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So here I went up to there. Took me a while to get to him, but I got to him. And when I got to him, I took charge of the gun. <laughs> Let him tie the dogs. <laughs> yep. Well, after he got the dogs tied up, I told him, I said, Josh, I be I better kill this. One. I said, I know this is the last bear that Pete will ever tree and be under the tree. Mm-hmm. It turned loose, jumped it. And be under the tree. And I said, mm-hmm. I think I ought to be the one that shoots you down. He said, lay it on it. <laughs> so I shot that sucker out there. About 165-pound bull fire, yep. wasn't it? Yep. Good. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a good day. That was a 
No, how long that ago? One ain't been that long. No, no. no you remember Pete, Brenda? So, so he's told you a lot about dogs, Clay, and and everything you keep hearing him talk about was the trail dogs, right? And, and there's a reason for that because if you if you can't get the bear jumped, you can't get all these other dogs. We we call them pack dogs, or yeah. a lot of those dogs will be a bear dog. They'll yeah. run a jump bear, but right. that's the name of the game is getting it up and jumped. Right. And that's where we've been lucky over the years to have I got all a, these dogs we're always telling you about. I got a good fresh tale to tell you, and it's a last <laughs> bear we killed this year, which was Saturday before Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, the last three days. So it was on Saturday. Saturday after Christmas. Saturday after Christmas. So we decided we was going hunting on Saturday. And we loaded dogs up and went over there. Well, this boy hunts with another group, which is a good boy, wanted to go with us. Kenny told me that. And I said, well, let him come on. He went, I think, one time with us last year. Let him come on. So he brought him, and we got over there. And they had pretty well everything stopped up pretty good. He's talking about another hunt group. They usually try okay. to go over earlier than us. So they had know. everything. Okay. Okay. They had everything stopped up pretty good. So we decided we'd go to state line. So, I was you tired, Matthew? No, I was working. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, so I used all my vacation. I up. guess I, no. <laughs> I believe the preacher went somewhere, didn't he, Al? It, did he? Yeah, he was tired. He, you and Josh don't. I know it, but didn't he go up East Fork and lead dogs? I believe he took took Hooker up to there. Anyway, they went up to there, and and I I said, can you might as well let that boy that come go with Josh? And I said, they can take, I think they went up and took five dogs. Four? Well, four dogs. And, and, uh, And they actually went up to there. Well... They didn't get nowhere up there they found a bear track. Hmm. And so they, Josh said, I can't tell nothing about what's going on here. He said, it's all the pieces around here. So I yeah. said, just uh, just turn Bart loose and see if he can work it out. So he turned Bart loose, and Bart did, and go up there and turn off towards the road, towards us. Well... When he turned off toward the road towards us, I told him put any in with him. He did. And they trailed that bear in 300 and something yards of us down there. And then started grading that mountain. And grading that mountain and then turned back up. Josh and him come back and stayed even with them. And I was son of a gun if they didn't trail that bear right back up to where they started at and right into that gong that Josh turned them loose in. I made that mm. big old circular. So... He said he called Annie. I said, well, don't catch Bart. Leave him loose and see if he'll work it out there. And it took him a little while. But he finally started going just a little bit out through there. Then he started grading up towards uh, the state line. And he turned Andy back loose with him. And I was going to when they left there, they got to doing better the further they went and the better the further they went. And when they went off the other side, they didn't go further. They jumped him. Well... When they jumped it, we was down there on the road, and we was standing even with them around through there, and here it come, right toward the state line. And I was son of a gun. It got to the state line. Instead of coming on across the state line into Tennessee, it's closed. 
that sucker turned right up a state line on the North Carolina side and went right back towards Josh now, right back mm. towards Josh and Matthew. And Ed walked all the way through there. And, uh, and, and Josh and them, here the barbers are coming right toward them. But uh, all of a sudden, when it got right under them, it turned right back down the mountain towards us, right back down the mountain. So we talked, me and Josh did, put them dogs in if you're going to put them in because uh, the only chance we had. The only chance mm-hmm. you ain't going to get in there, no more chances. So it turned out real good. They got in it perfect. And, uh, and, and Annie had done pulled in front of Bart, and our mothers was catching up a Bart, and it come on around there to the state line, and he pulled up tree. And I thought, it's tree in North Carolina, mm-hmm. right next to the state line. But it wasn't long till Magic got to her, and when Magic got to her, it started moving again. Well, when, when, when uh, the rest of them started catching up some, but when it went across the state line and went down the other side, just barely through the creek and started up the other side, it treed. In Tennessee. In Tennessee. Uh, so Josh and Matthew went to the tree and got it down five trees. And every time he'd come down the tree, it'd get closer to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. It finally got close enough till it was legal to kill. When they got next to the tree, it come down on Sean. Well, they finally got to the last tree and caught the dogs. As soon as they caught the dogs, it come down. And they give it a minute or so. Take off. Son, he come into North Carolina good then. When they turn them <laughs> dogs back loose, they come plumb to Grass Creek County. Locked down tree in Grass Creek. Well, I want to furnish this old man if we could go up to our tummy. Yeah, we could. So Alvin David and Michael... I said, Jim's about as well going up through there. I'm bored. She's coming around our tomb. I'll have it killed the time you get up there. I said, Jim's about as well go up through there and help them. And I was, son of a gun, we could have packed dogs. We could hear the dogs from, from that house. I mean, it would have been there in less than a minute, wasn't it? To them. But we didn't pack nothing because it's showing tree. I was, son of a gun, if him and Michael didn't walk up on it, and there it was on the ground, them dogs barking at it. Mm. So Michael got it killed. And then Josh and them come on in to him. And that boy said that was the first real bear hunt, and he'd bear hunted probably 10 years. He said that was the first real bear hunt he'd ever been on. And he said going in the woods and turning loose and being the one that got to the dogs every time and down the trees and, and stuff. So he talked to one of them boys that they hunt with, and he told them, he said, you wouldn't believe it. He said, I thought it wasn't nothing. But he said, at the end, it produced a bear. Mm. And he said, uh, he said, we ain't got dogs to do that. <laughs> so Carl told him, he said, I know we ain't. He said, I know what they'll do. He said, you can't tell me nothing. He said, I've hunted with them. He said, he said we don't do that stuff no more. That boy said it, it was beyond him. Now, it, he couldn't believe what he seen that day. Mm. Mm. I thought that's pretty good. Evan. That's something. That's something. You uh, talk to me about talk to me about breeding. I know we talked a lot about this earlier, which is going to be on a different podcast. But so, if you could, or, or, or have you guys seen 
trends inside of the way that Roy breeds dogs. I ain't got no sec- much secrets on breeding, except actually that we've had these dogs, and like I say, we bred them, and luckily we've come up with good dogs. I think good dogs, and especially to have a trail dog for uh, sixty, seventy years, in my opinion, is doing good. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I can't come up with no something to tell somebody about breeding dogs, except maybe just what I do. But actually, I think that these dogs that we bred up through the years and up through the years, and then the semen. That I got out of buyer, which was in '96, and breeding hit back into these dogs, uh, uh, getting a male dog that goes back to Leroy, his grandpa, and and uh, and I guess before that Jack would have been the great grandpa. But anyway, that's all trail dogs and stuff, and. Uh, and breeding that dog back into these dogs and bringing that old blood that goes back to Charles Gantz and stuff and bringing it back out in them. And actually, we've got some dogs that are doing pretty good, ain't we? Yeah. And I mean... Some young dogs. Some of them is a, a tiny bit nervy, but they're learning, and they ain't got no broke bones. But now, uh, they've had some... They've had some scars, buddy. Yeah, they got bear sign on them. They've got bear sign on them. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about first-year dogs and second-year dogs, too. Mm-hmm. Besides those, what would you say you're after the most? Well, actually, to tell you the truth, you, one thing you got to have is stick. Stick and stay. Stick. That would be... Uh, and to never quit. That, that would be the main thing, I guess... They got a smell to be able to trail, right. but if they won't stick and stick and keep on and on and on till they get it jumped, then that backs you up some. Right. So, in my opinion, stick and stay, stick and stay. And I just tell you the truth, Leroy was one of them kind, and that Maltese, they wasn't no more sticker than she was. Right. I right. seen it take her six hours to jump a bear. Powder, powder. Yeah. But right. now, buddy, she wouldn't give up. And you, you you get tired of that. You you you're, you're ready to catch them, and you might would have caught them, and went on a hunting somewhere else. Mm. But now they wasn't no quit in her. You couldn't call her off a bar track. Oh well, you got her off the catcher, wasn't it? But now you couldn't call Leroy off no bar track neither. I mean, it, it just wasn't no kind. Actually, tell you the truth, if you went and got Leroy, you put a lead strap on him. If he was trailing a bar, he'd just lay down. He wouldn't come with you. Mm. You carried him. You mm. wouldn't come. Mm. So mm. they've been probably numerous bears that we've actually got on that never treed that we've walked, what, six to eight to ten hours mm-hmm. and finally got them killed and them dogs, you know. Well, I'll tell you what. Stay and stay and stay and not, not pack them. Right there? You know, What's that right Not say? pack them, but actually from the get-go and just stay and stay and stay, mm-hmm. you know, before we got them killed. Huh? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's, got the, he's got that right, I, you know, about to stick. stick and stay. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, them not doing that, that bear would have, you know, it, it would have got away. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, these boys stayed after that bear. They stayed after that bear till they was busted and and run out of gas and and dehydrated 
and stuff, they had to come out and get Gatorade and stuff to drink and then go back. Mm-hmm. We had a hard time getting it killable. Like nine hours, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like. Yeah, I think it was about nine and a half hours. That was the one we lost powder on. Earlier, we we talked about how he talked about sometimes two top dogs don't necessarily produce top dogs. Yep. A lot of times, it's a it's it's a mediocre dog, and, and mediocre by the standards that you know any yep. any bear hunter that's breeding dogs or anybody that's breeding dogs for anything is going to have a standard dog that's an acceptable right and and inside of that range you're going to have phenomenal dogs and then you're going to have acceptable dogs and then you're going to have some dogs that don't make the cut and even in this is what's fascinating to me is even inside of these real good lines of bear dogs like like these that y'all are hunting there's going to be some that may not make it i mean it's possible out of a litter of 10 dogs, not all of them are going to be dogs that you keep forever and hunt and want to breed to. But a real good line has a much higher percentage of dogs that are going to make. Yeah. But inside of that make category, quote unquote, you know, a dog that makes your pack. Your different classes. Th- yeah, there's going to be some that are just phenomenal. Yeah. And then, and, and those are the ones that Roy's talking about that yeah. are hard to come by. Those yeah. are those trail dogs that you just depend on and depend on um yeah but, pow- but, powder was that powder was uh yeah and anybody that's got dogs like we've got you know 30 dogs we're always talking about you're going to run into an accidental breeding that you didn't intend to happen right that's where powder came from yeah two dogs bred together tied close to each other and she was the only one that made it um the other puppies so that wasn't even it. a breed it that was, wasn't even on purpose and it was probably in our lifetime right. the best one we've ever hunted with wow um, and we didn't even get to see her full potential yeah um and now that's and, a great example roy told me the story on the way up here i mean he wasn't even going to keep those pups no that so this young female got bred it was yeah. a buckskin female buckskin right. female Bucks, yeah. young buckskin female got yeah. bred accidentally by just and it ended up producing one of the best dogs y'all ever, ever had, had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I believe y'all were going to yeah. Canada. When yeah. they, I believe they were going to Canada when she was born. And no, no. Was it Wisconsin? You, you no. were gone somewhere because I was the only one here. And the mama wasn't producing milk. I told Jamie about it. So he got the one puppy that was alive Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. took it up there and raised her. No, I told you to go up there. I told you to go <laughs> up there. the real story. And see how many... And get them puffed. Right. Well, you went up there and got them, you come back with two deadens to the barn with two deadens. And that was One it. Maltese and, and, and one black. Right. And I had some brittle on it. And, uh, and you said, there's another one up there, a live one. And you said, it looks funny, too. Well, I said, go get hit and see what it looks like. So he goes and gets hit and brings it down there and hits a Maltese brittle. So... I said, well, we'll just keep that. Just put it back in our wither. But she wasn't giving no milk. Right. So it went on two or three days, and every day it was getting poor, and it would be out of the house, and it'd just be a squall. And so Breeze said, Papa, let's take it to the house and see if we can raise it. Yeah. So we brought it up here, and I got it to eat a little bit and to eat a little bit, and we was going to 
Canada. So Jamie said he'd take it and 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 fool with it for him. And so that's what he done. Yeah. Didn't want to fire so till it done that. Tell me what a Maltese Ain't that right Brindle now, is. What I'm telling you, Josh. It, it's a a powder blue, light blue looking color. Um, think of the San Diego Chargers powder blue uniforms, and that's where her name come from, powder. Yeah, um, it, it's a really light shade of so blue. So it's a really unique plot. Very most unique of these plots color. are. Uh, they're, they're black. They're they're black brindle. Well, I seen that bark. red brindle that here. you mentioned a Maltese. And I can't find it at all a, now. A it's a standing up, Matthew. Um, on that we're looking, we're looking for some, a picture here. I wanted to explain. So a Maltese plot would be a a, a unique, very unique color. I mean, well, I like thought one she was a lot prettier than a Maltese. And the reason why I thought she was a lot prettier than a Maltese was she was a Maltese yellow brindle. She had some yellow streaks in yellow her brindle. And that was that made her look a lot better, didn't yeah. it? And yeah. actually, there's a picture or two of her in there, Matthew, we'll but have, it's hard I to tell what she looks like. So uh, we we started that story Let's about powder, though. To, we're talking about breeding. That there she is. Right there. But I might can find a decent picture of her. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. She is pretty. Beautiful. Oh, she was pretty. Now. It, is no that sometimes you're breeding two top dogs don't produce reproduce themselves right. and mr roy said that sometimes you have a no but i just tell dog. you now i ain't for breeding a female that ain't a good one. i ain't for breeding a female that ain't a good one myself i think that female does a lot to them you think the female is more important than the male i do yeah yeah there she is yeah almost a silvery gray color mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah pretty Paula. um so, what else about breeding? Well, I just think that what I've done in a breeding the Gant dogs, uh, actually, uh, Leroy was full Gant, and Vire was three-quarter Gant. So, actually breeding them dogs back into these dogs down here, and, and actually breeding to Mark's dog up there and having Maine, and breeding him to her, and and Harry Joe being in there a quarter, and stuff, and and mm-hmm. and and everything. I believe it. I think it's produced us some good dogs, don't you? Sure, yeah, absolutely. And I mean some fast dogs too. Mm-hmm. That that was mm-hmm. what I was trying to get him to get to a while ago was the speed. Okay. Um, and, and just and I'm gonna tell you something about speed now. Mm. Speed will kill more buyers than anything you can have. Mm. Speed will. Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna say at least sixty percent of your buyers, if you catch them, it's gonna tree. If Just your dogs right. catch up to them, if they can catch them. Yeah. So, in my opinion, if you've got the speed, then you wind up with with trend more buyers than you will with anything if you've got speed when you put it in there. Uh, just first of all, uh, with these dogs that, like I said, we've talked about with their trailing and. And rigging and stay and stuff. Uh, it makes it fun, you know, to go to the woods and hunt with these dogs, knowing that there's probably a 99.9% chance when you find a bear track that the end result's either going to be it's it's just more or less it's going to be caught, you know. So yeah, it's a uh, satisfying, you know, with that part being said, and uh, you know another thing. Two, uh, 
Roy, yeah, I'll tell this on him. He, he ain't never been much of a morning person, you know. We're always, you know, eager to go. He's like, he's like, boys, he said, you know, he got good trail dogs. He said, you don't have to get up early. He said, he said we, can go, we can go find a bar track. He said, don't worry about it. He said, you don't have to get up early. You know, he's talking about as far as trail, yeah. trailing-wise and, and finding a bar, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people without no nose. And, and uh, yeah, and like I said, there's so much competition around here. You know, it, it is hard to get ahead of uh, other hunting groups because they live so much closer to the areas we hunt besides here right at home. Okay. You know, so, but still, uh, when we roll in, you know, they, they, uh, they dread seeing us come and put it that way because they, they know when we come, you know, we, we pretty well mean being business, yeah. you know, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a kind of like a competition, but, yeah. uh, that's, that's the fun part about it. And I like, I like that part. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to tell you something. I don't forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say it was something, I'm going to say it was something to do with, uh, ACDC <laughs> or the boys is back in town. Or... <laughs> Not really, but gonna... Oh yeah. I know what I was going to say. Now we, we look for a track where most of them, relies on a dog and they're going to strike one or it ain't cross or it ain't trailable and it's untelling how many we jump that that they don't they just pace up and go on because you're looking for a trash because we're looking for a track yeah Yeah. on the ground on the ground on the bank anywhere we can see it and i'm telling you what when we find it and we get on it it's had a bad day, ain't it, Matthew? Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm saying. It's, I, I mean, mean it's, you either kill it or don't kill well, it. And what now. you're describing there is that a lot of guys are rigging dog, driving through these areas, hoping that their dogs bark on a fairly hot track that mm-hmm. can be smelled in the air. Yeah. You guys are coming through behind them, and maybe your dogs don't rig. Right. I mean, because maybe the track's that old. Right. But you see where it went down the bank, and that's, that's where right. that's where the the art and skill and the hunter side of this thing really shows through. That's what that boy that I just told you about a while ago couldn't believe. He said, I ain't never seen nobody do nothing like that. He said, all I'm used to is pulling up to a bait and turning three truckloads of dogs loose and hoping they jump a bear. Yeah. He said, that's the kind of hunting I'm used to. Yeah. And so you are seeing where, a, I mean, you're seeing things that people won't see unless your eyes are highly attuned and trained to it and 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 you're where these bears are crossing roads just going off banks going up ditches and then you're putting dogs on it and you're catching a bear that's what you mean when you say now, you're catching a bear that somebody drove past right. and oh, sometimes yeah. we may turn three or four dogs loose on you yeah and and that is if we ain't having to save trail dogs but if we do that and they jump it them old dogs they get snatched up and put back in the truck just as soon as you can. Right. But now we don't turn a whole bunch of dogs loose and and, and stuff till till a bear's jumped and then we put them where they need to be and start catching the old dogs. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah. Yeah. And and ain't many people hunt like that no more, are they really? No. Hardly yeah. nobody hunts like, like that no more. That's where I see the fun of it. It's actually hunting that track and using your dog too jump yeah. that bar and tree that bar, you know, yeah. instead of you're relying on a, a barrel to attract the buyer buyers in, you know, to turn loose on. But yeah. actually going out in the woods and finding that track. And, yeah. 
and also, you know, <clears throat> which you always taught me a lot about uh, tracking a buyer, you know, which way is it broke a limb or, you know, mm-hmm. some areas mm-hmm. it's really tough, you know, to tell which way is it going, you know, and that's, 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 a, that's, that's a, a skill. That's a kind of, yeah. And yeah. I just tell you the truth about that. I believe these forces learned more about it than I know. Uh, you, mm-hmm. You've taught you've us. Taught us. That's I, right. I believe I believe they can tell you which way one's going better than I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it come all come uh, from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it all came from him. Uh, yeah. And teaching us that skill, you know. Yeah. He's, I guess. You know, you know and, and that's that's a good point because you know you you take Matthew, one of the best trackers around about picking out a buyer track, and you you take you know, uh, Scott and uh, Michael and and Dad and some of these others that are they're going to go get in front of those dogs. And, and that's why Roy says with my dogs and my boys, you know, we're going to catch the bears because we all kind of know our jobs and what our roles yeah. are and what we're good at. And, and uh, you know, and that's the fun in it for us. And and it don't matter to me if Matthew kills the bear, Scott, or, or who. It, right. It's all about the teamwork and it's, yeah. a, t- it's a team win. Team you know, effort, that, yeah. that's a great point that most big game hunters don't understand. 99.9% of big game hunters don't understand. When I was with you guys, um, and we killed, uh, well, I guess I was here for three, I think three, but maybe five. I was at three bear kills, I mm-hmm. think. We killed um, five or six while you were here. We is, is that kid shot a bear out of the tree? And, I mean, I, it's his bear. He killed this bear. Well, he ended up walking out of the woods as I remember, and everybody that was there at the tree, I mean, he had to go for some reason or something. And, uh, and, and everybody else took care of that bear, mm-hmm. hauled it a mile and a half out of the woods. Um, I mean, wh- whoever kills this bear, yeah, they may get the hide or however it works mm-hmm. out, but the meat split up people. It's not just like, well, you killed a bear. Good luck. We'll see you tomorrow. I mean, we took those bears back to back to somebody's house over here, and everybody was there. There were wife and kids there. Everybody yep. skinned yep. those bears. I mean, it, it truly is a group event, and it, it really doesn't matter who kills the bear. The, now, we the, try to the, let youngins kill them, pay somebody yep. that can get to the tree or something. Other. Right. Especially if it's going to stay there. Yeah. If but now, a lot tree. of bears we kill when you're here is on the ground. Yes. We didn't have no choice to... Right to about who killed them. Right, right. Well, I'd say that's pretty. That's pretty unique. Scott, why don't you let Scott have yeah. that for a second? Here, Scott. No, 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 Roy. I want you to keep it on. You keep it on. You keep it on. Scott, what would you? Uh, well, I mean, what would? What have? What needs to be said that hadn't been said yet? I, you just covered it pretty good. I get more to join with the dogs and fooling with the dogs and stuff and seeing them do good. Yeah, but you know it's fun hunting too. But that's where I get my enjoyment out of. You know, seeing the dogs do good and them do good, and yeah, that's what I like the best part about it. Yeah, I tell yeah. you, it's good. It's really good. If you're where you get to hear them trail, and then you hear to hear them start squalling out, that they jump that buyer. Now that that'll oh, yeah. excite you about as good as killing a buyer one yeah. day. Oh, yeah. That's you mm-hmm. can't get no better than that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what's all about. Yeah, getting to see them raised up from puppies yeah, and, right, and all that, yeah. and, and doing all the stuff yeah. you do with your puppies as they're growing up, and and then getting to see that finished product's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, Scott, I know you play a big part of, of, of this over here, feeding these dogs and everything. Um, what would you, uh, how would you, how would you describe, how would you describe Roy Clark? For me, mm-hmm. I can't ask for a better person. I couldn't ask for a better father-in-law. Mm-hmm. You know, he's good to me and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mother-in-law, she's good to me too. We have we have our differences, but she's good to me too. But really, I can't ask for a better person. You know, be around and stuff. I mean, because yeah. I've well, I've been around him twenty-seven years. Yeah, twenty-seven years I'd now. Say. And uh, like I said, I can't ask. You know, I mean, he's good to me and stuff and whatever. And yeah, you know, like I said, and I get to join out of the dogs. You know, being around him. Get to learn. We learned. We all learned a lot from. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, all of us. Well, we all take these dogs down here and to beat all of our dogs. You know. Yeah. That just how it is. Yeah. Come say this into the mic, Miss Brenda. Okay, your your daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah Roy and Brenda's it. daughter, Jill, Scott's that's right. wife. That's right. She really loves to hunt. Oh, yeah, she goes with me all the time. Yeah. She needs yeah. to be over here and run her mouth a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <she laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I think is is unique inside of this is that there's 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 generational layers inside of, you know, if we could just take Laurel Mountain Bear Hunters here. You know, there's there's generations that are represented, at least three, maybe four, and uh, and, th- and there's a there's a structure inside of that that's that's uh, I mean, you guys respect you respect Roy, you respect these older guys. Oh yeah, and and uh, and and they and you don't just respect them, but they've taught you guys so much. And here, Mr. Roy says that y'all are better than him at a lot of stuff, and I think that's the way it's supposed to work. Right. I mean, not just in bear hunting, but in life. That's the way it's supposed to work. Exactly, it's supposed to work. It's supposed to. It's supposed to work that that there's that there's. I mean, life is designed that we learn stuff from those who've gone before us, those who we choose to give our respect to. Yep. And mm-hmm. and they teach you about life, you know. And I uh, tell you, these boys who's grilled up into bear hunting and, and and went when they could or when they let them go and all that kind of stuff ever since they've been babies mm-hmm. and i'm telling you you can't beat them yeah i mean there may be somebody somewhere got something as good but you ain't gonna beat this outfit here mm-hmm. when you turn on a bar and when it gets jumped and, and we have a good time too uh we don't have no arguments we don't have no nothing yeah. and, and we actually don't have no drinking Period and 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 hit, it actually turns out to be good, don't it? Yeah, and and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, cause that's what you don't put up with any. He doesn't put up with any any monkey business, does he? No, no, no. not quite. But that's what it's all about. Those hunting, that's the enjoyment of it. And yeah. if everybody having good fellowship and going hunting, having a good time, it ain't worth the going. Just because you're going to get in an argument with somebody or you're going to be mad or whatever. I mean, that's what it's worth. It's all, it's all about. It's yeah, having right. a good time. 
Yeah. You ain't going to make no money at it. So if you no. ain't going out there to have a good time, they ain't going to get you going. No. I'm going to stay at the house at your old. Yeah. Yeah. Clay's the only one making any money off bird yeah. hunting around here. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope yeah. he does. I hope I, he does too. I hope he does, and I hope he uh, does good. I, I do. Hey, I hope he comes back and hunts with us. And I don't, hey, did y'all know that Mr. Roy's video, y'all's video, rolled over 500,000 views on YouTube? Yeah. Since yesterday. Oh, did it? Yeah. Hey, keep that on. Keep that on, Mr. Roy. He's trying to take his headset off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I'd say that that's, uh, that's, uh, you know, what I want to do is I want to tell you guys story, you know, I mean, I don't have, I I'd never bear hunted with hounds. I mean, it's not something we grew up doing over there. Now we did. I did grow up with hounds, so I had a love for hound sports, and that was really my connection point. Is it's 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 different, but it's the same. You know, if you're if you appreciate hounds and whatnot, and and I think I think this lifestyle has value that people don't understand, and is easily misunderstood. I mean, really easily misunderstood. It may not be under, misunderstood in East Tennessee as much as it could be on a national scale. And and that's where, I mean, really, it, and it doesn't even make sense, but that's where my passion is, and that's the reason I drove 12 hours one direction to come here for this podcast, is I think what I see here is something that's that's valuable, culturally valuable. Absolutely. and um, And I want to see it go on for generations to come. And the only way that I think we're going to survive inside of, the climate of the current culture is if we tell our story, if we tell our side of the story, we interpret this thing for people so that they see value in it because it's very easily misunderstood. I mean, we, it's just so you guys know what I'm talking about. It's it's very easy to misunderstood. It's misunderstand. It's very easy to tell a story that's not true about what bear hunting with hounds is and and what this produces. I'd say Clay, if I just, and and this is something probably to say, and it's probably something that a lot of them might think ain't right, and some of them may not like it when you say it. But if you had to go out here and buy every bird dog you had, to me, it wouldn't even be worth even hunting if you had the money to do that. Right. I mean, I get the enjoyment out of making these dogs yeah. what I can. Yeah. And, and that's what I get out of it. But now, if I had to go buy dogs... I don't think I'd enjoy it as good. And I just tell you the truth. And I ain't saying I ain't never bought a dog. I don't know if I have or not. But, <laughs> huh? Yeah you, yeah, you know you bought a yeah, dog. We I don't want to discuss a... that. <laughs> well, they was just bloodline. <laughs> we don't want to discuss that. <laughs> they was just bloodline anyway. And I have bought a, a young dog or two. But we've made... What bar dogs we've had, we've made them right. ourselves, and mm-hmm. I think that's something to be proud of. It is. It's something to be yeah. real. Proud it's a craft. Of. It is. It's it, you, you. You money can't buy. Mm-mm. Money can't buy this. The richest man in the world can't come and buy what has taken seventy years to build. No, they can't. And that's the truth. They can go buy a Lamborghini, but they can't go buy Clark's Laurel Mountain Plots. Nope. That's right. That's and that's. Okay. I think that's something that's valuable. But guys, uh, thanks a let, ton. Me, let me let me jump in here one and and say something about Roy too, just to to say my my part. 
Um, you know, he, he, he wears a lot of hats in our group, um, the leader being the number one but and, and the breeder, and um, he gets called a lot of things on the radio, some of them we probably shouldn't repeat. Um, but, you know, uh, we joke about him being the king. We joke mm-hmm. about him being a legend, mm-hmm. um, an icon. You know, we've mm-hmm. just escalated the over the years. You know, YouTube video came out. You got to uh-huh. be an icon now. Uh-huh. Well, uh, you know, most of all, Clay and, and Matthews hit on this. Scott has, dad has. All these guys here showed up. He's our. He's our. He's just like our dad. He's just like yeah. our papa. He, he's. Yeah. You know, he's a friend. He's he's our mentor. Yeah. You know, um, it's not just about bear hunting. It's about how I raised my son. How yeah. I, how Matthew raises his. Yeah. Um, you know, to be that next generation to come on and, and not yeah. just as bear hunters, but as people. And, uh, you know, we're proud of our community and, and we're proud yeah. of the dogs and we're proud of the hunting, but yeah, we're proud of each other and, and the friendships that we've created and, and had over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's friendships that last a lifetime, you know, mm-hmm. to Roy said it a while ago, we don't have arguments and fights and not that we don't disagree at times and, not that he don't make us mad sometimes or whatever, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's a love for each other. I, I, I can't remember. But one time I said something hateful to him. <laughs> and one time. He's pointing at Matthew. And one time I said something hateful to him. Now, that's all I can remember. I might have more, but I'm talking about, I said a little hateful to him that time. I can't tell you when it was or where it was. but <laughs> I bet I, you guys remember it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but, I don't even remember what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's a good that's a good point to say. I know how he treats you guys yep. and what he really thinks of you guys, and you guys know it too, or you wouldn't be. And here I don't at believe I've ever said nothing that. to that boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I wanted to say that just you know, at, at the end of the day, when it all comes together, whether we catch a bear, whether or not, you know, we we've, we've had a great time, but. We love Roy, and that's why we're yeah. here, and that's why we do this. And uh, you know, we want to see it go on for years to come. You yeah. know, to to your point. So we we thank yeah. you for coming, yeah. and, and sharing our story and his story. Yeah. Well, that's neat. Um, hey, every okay, every podcast, I close by saying I have a phrase that I say, and I'm going to try to get Mr. Roy to say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so this is what I say. This is what I say. It's like the tagline of the podcast. I say, keep the wild places wild, because that's where the bears live. Yeah, Uh, that's what I say. I say, keep the wild places wild, because that's where the bears stay. But that that ain't what happens here all the time. They're building houses and stuff <laughs> right in the middle of where these bears well, are. Hey, that, you nailed it. That is exactly what's happening all across the country. Urban sprawl. Over yonder at We're trying to close the podcast, and now we've just Look opened here. up a can of worms. <laughs> Over yonder at Gatlinburg, they bay bears right up beside chain link fence. But house dogs in here nipping at bears through the chain link fence, <laughs> and the bears bait up against the fence, and then they walk right on up into the road and walk into the trash dump, and maybe there's four or five dogs barking at this 500-pound bear, and he'll reach in there and get him a bag, and Al or you'll come with it, put it in his mouth, and right down the middle of the blacktop road, he'll walk with that bag, and them dogs are barking at him. Mm. That's up. <laughs> <laughs>
You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com. It is where the adventure begins. Hey, we're going to take a little break here and talk about interstate batteries. Now, if you're like me, enjoying the great outdoors, you need gear that is as reliable as it gets. That's why I power my adventures with interstate batteries. I use interstate batteries in my boats. I use interstate batteries in my camper. Great for your truck, too. From Alaska to Montana, they're outrageously dependable. Battery is essential. With over 150,000 dealer locations, finding one is easy. For all your vehicles, land or sea, choose interstate. Head to interstatebatteries.com and find your power today. 